Dear friend, welcome to In the Spirit of Change. My name is Michael Calhoun, and uh, it's my, been my dream for a long time to create a pod that uh, is a communication a talk heart to heart, where I want the heart to speak and uh, let you all meet people that I love and that have inspired me. So, very welcome to In the Spirit of Change. Today's guest is Miten. Miten is an old friend since 30 years and uh, incredible master of sound and silence. His music has touched millions of people. Together with his partner, Deva Primal, they travel all over the world. Miten and I in this pod were talking about different things that have been impacting him a lot, like he's been going through a, a big heart surgery and uh, the impact that had had on, on him. Also, we talk about what music and sound can do for healing us and healing a human being. Welcome to this meeting with a master and with uh, someone who's really been holding meditation and silence and truth as uh, the most important for all his life. And he shared so openly and vulnerably also about difficulties in his life and difficulties during this period with the COVID. Warmly welcome to this meeting with Mitten. And uh, Mitten and I go back 30 years nearly now. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And uh, I mean, the meeting with you and uh, uh, and Deva has, was so important for me, I mean, in my life. and and. Uh, and then we've been traveling down this road together. I mean, it feels like we've always been on this journey. And uh, there's, a, there's a really great lesson there, Mickey, that I just want to grab while it's in my mind. Yeah. And that is when we first met. When we first met, this is a great teaching for the people listening, because what happened, I can tell you guys, what happened was, Mickey saw us, he drove a long while to see us, and we were playing in, in the Munich, I yes. think it was either Munich or Cologne. Munich. In Munich, Munich. Yeah, in the Sanyasin uh, Center, and we were doing a little concert there, me and David. And um, Mickey went, uh, he really enjoyed, and uh, he wanted to talk to us, but some for some reason, I can't remember what Mickey would probably say, but... Uh, he got in his car and continued on his journey. I think he was actually going to Sweden. I can't remember where he was going, but he told me he was 20 minutes out of Munich before he realized that he wanted to speak to us. And his willpower turned that car around and came all the way back to Munich, all the way to, uh, to the center and walked up. And I was still awake and hanging out. And uh, he came up to me and and, uh, and told me that story. And I just think that's a great lesson, you know. There's always the chance to turn around. There's always the chance to reassess what you've 
whatever it is you the action has taken you there's always the possibility to turn it around and that turn around and moving back towards your original intention is called yes that's the yes yeah. the no is to continue uh, and but the yes is to turn around and have the willpower it doesn't have to be physically turn around it can just be stopping and being with yourself and uh, it's funny i was just listening to a bob dylan song a couple of days ago and i wanted to learn it and it's called trust yourself yeah. and uh, it's just a, it's a, it's kind of uh, nice because he says things like uh, you know you won't be disappointed when people let you down trust yourself and don't go looking for answers where no answers can be found don't trust me to show you love when my love may be only lust if you want somebody you can trust trust yourself and that's such a great uh, great teaching and some of that thing of you coming back to munich and meeting us began the great friendship a really lasting friendship in my life i don't have many friends who've lasted that long most of them are dead now yeah <laughs> not all of us but <laughs> every day we see someone passing on and... yeah actually we talk about that and i I'm, i have to just mention my friend natan mm. she uh she ran the uh, uh she always promoted our concerts in uh, portugal in lisbon mm. her and her husband harida and they're good friends of mine from Osho's time. And she just left her body yesterday oh. and she's flying on the wings of the angels. So yeah. uh, I just want to mention her because uh, she she and Harida would make these concerts with thousands and thousands of people in Lisbon. And uh, every year we would come and for this beautiful welcome with these guys. And uh, so it's a special time that people are leaving. You know, it's not uh, unusual now. It's that people we are stepping off the diving board one by one you know okay. <laughs> let's look at it another way um, and uh, and bless her i mean uh, bless her and it's like i was just actually listening to to discourse with osho before now about death like before i felt like you know what is the best way to to connect with you and and what we love the most and um than to listen to the master. And um, I get tears when I say that because it, it touches me deeply. I'm thinking about her, I'm thinking, you know, about everyone now in this and, and also knowing that never born, never died and, and really so grateful that deep, deep in me, I know that, I know, I know that. And uh, to know that what a, makes me not afraid of life and makes me, you know, grateful to everything. Yeah. yeah, grateful is the key, isn't it? When, you know, when you really get down to the, to the bottom line, if we're grateful, we're home. Yeah. We're home. And that's all there is, the gratitude, because we don't, we, you know, sometimes I used to think, you know, I just want to die so I can say thank you to something, you know, because this life has been amazing. And whoever who put me in it and whoever, you know, gave it to me, I just have to say, please let me say thank you. This is absolutely unbelievable. But still, my energy dips. Mm -hmm. Still, I go into a space of feeling like uh, 
oh, you know, you know, I just lose all perspective on uh, on everything. And I think it's interesting for me that because I realized if I can hit those spaces, no, I wouldn't want to call it depression, but if I hit those those spaces when I'm physically in paradise, which I am, mm. by God's grace, mm. it must be possible if it's nothing to do with the outside, if the outside is not, cannot stop this depression, let's call it, then um, it must be, the other way around must be possible, that you can be grateful uh, uh, and the outside could be a jail cell. It's got nothing to do with the outside, is what I'm trying to say. It's got because this beauty, uh, it when I'm in that space, I forget it. It doesn't feel as if it's even there. You know, you just feel this heaviness, and uh, my 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 thing is now is to because I used to say, how can I not be grateful? I'm living with the most beautiful companion I could imagine. Um, everything, everything is just so beautiful for me. So what if that's all taken away? Does that mean you're not grateful anymore? So if so, there must be a way of connecting and accessing the sense of gratitude. It must be something internal that only arises from a deep connection in our own being somehow that's our journey because then wherever we are we can smile we can smile and it's not it's an it's it's a it's a belly it's not a it's not necessarily a facial expression it's an inner it's an inner smile that just knows this is exactly right mm -hmm. this is amazing so wherever we are, whether we're in a meditation room or whether we're in a jail cell, we can have those words and they will ring true wherever we are. We, well, I know we played in a San Quentin prison once, you know. I remember that, yes. Meeting those guys, meeting those guys afterwards, you'd look in their eyes and you feel like it's the same feeling I had looking to the monks of the, the Guto monks, the eyes of the Guto monks mm -hmm. when we recorded with them. Somewhere in it, it was like they'd they'd gone beyond because there was nowhere else for them to go. They they had to find a way to forgive themselves, mm -hmm. and and that journey into forgiveness is not for you know the faint-hearted. You have to really sweat. Mm -hmm. You have to really go in there, and you know it takes a lot of courage for us to do that because we're not that. You know, but when you're in San Quentin prison, there's no there's nowhere to go but but there. You know, so it, it was like seeing monks and and uh, and the talking was so gentle and uh, and uh, not at all what I expected. No, it's like the ultimate vipassana retreat, you know. It's like yes, full on lifetime in some cases. Those guys were in for like twenty five years, and some of the things they'd done, you, I couldn't even, I wouldn't even want to repeat them. And they had to live with that. They had to live with this terrible thing, and that they'd done, and uh, 
that kept them awake at night after night after night after night and the guilt. And how do you deal with that? You know, well, they had nowhere to go. And um, by the way, just to, that's that there was a moment in there that that proved something magic, and that is that during our concert we were playing, we were into it, having a nice time, and then um, a couple of. Uh, Black guys were called out. Hey, man, you, you know, can you play any reggae? Can you play reggae, man? You know, and so we, uh, you know, so we immediately started to do uh, the one drop, and we started to play reggae. You know, and the place thinks, and then more and more people came into the chapel, and in the play, the chapel was rocking, man. Mm. They were and dancing, and big smiles, and dancing with each other, and. Uh, and it was in San Quentin prison, you know. And if you know, if I ever wanted any kind of proof that these mantras are beyond uh, intellectual understanding, I had it that night, you know. That's yeah. where I feel so much, you know, like yes, that invitation. It can happen anywhere, you know. Anytime we just come together, two or more people, and now. You know, I remember 30 years ago, we were maybe 25 people together. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, like in Russia or wherever, you know, it, it's thousands. And in Stockholm also, I mean, and, and it's beautiful to see that uh, that heart space is where the home is. So wherever you are, that is there if you can, if you connect with that. You have to, if you're going to do what me and Dave have done, you have to feel at home. If you feel homeless, many, many musicians do. Mm. When they're out on the road, they're always looking over their shoulder, how long, be, you know, I'm going to be home next week and or the week after, and always on the phone with their wives and their little kids. And that's the way, it's the way of the world. But for me and Dave, once, for one thing, we don't, we, t we have each other. So we have our home in each other. I don't think I would want to do it without Dave and I. I would maybe, I don't know, but but the the feeling of being at home is very important. And I always like to remind our friends in the Gayatri Sangha app, you know, come home. Mm -hmm. Just take that step back behind your eyes, you know, and have a little moment and and, and uh, that's that's what I learned from from being on the road so long. And and you know what the the other the other thing that's gone hand in hand in that is the quality of the music. Because one thing that that the uh, that this journey gave me as a musician is to create what I've created with Deva over these years. You know, and uh, and been a huge part of uh, of being able to guide her and help her and support her and critique her when, uh, especially in the English songs. I, there's nothing I can say to Dave about the mantras because she's uh, a great teacher just by the fact that she channels them. I don't think she's a great scholar but as a, if you if you want to have the experience of the depth of um, mantra, then you just have to listen to her sing the Gayatri mantra. It's like there's nothing else. There's just nothing else, you know. You know when that happened, when you guys 
because me, I, I went out to India already like beginning of the 70s and uh, I loved the mantras, I loved singing, but there was no one really singing in the West and really bringing it back with that flavor of that you have. I mean, for me, you are... It's it's like a maestro with silence and with the you you know how to put a tone a tone to the silence so the silence even can you know you can hear the silence and that I I mean I seen how you work in perfection and how you every tone you know and and they about channeling the the divine and and then that coming through that mixture it's like for me it's like I said to Manus, I was speaking with him the other day, you know, it's like the, all the chakras just get aligned and, and it's like you just, you're connected from Mother Earth and Father Sky and then the heart in between. It's just mm. like that. And, and, yes. and to be able to give that to so many friends that we, that people connect with that, I mean, that is, it's like walking each yeah. other home. It's walking each other home, yeah. It's not a, uh, it's not a discourse where you listen to me. It's music. It's participation. It's beyond master disciple. Uh, you know, somebody answering questions or in, inspiring you, which of course uh, you can with words and with presence. But when you actually physically participate, when you actually use your voice, you're vulnerable in a way that you're not when you're just listening. It's something that you're, you're giving, you're giving, and it's uh, you can't hide. You know, with the voice, you, 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 you are what you are, and to to to. It's funny to hear people to hear people sing. Is is the fuel. It's really the inspiration for me, you know. Just the other day, we're here in Blue Spirit. Blue Spirit is a really fantastic um, yoga meditation resort in Costa Rica on the beach. And uh, it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, because of the lockdown, they've had to close down or they've closed down for uh, a while. And... Uh, and now they're opening again. And uh, a week or so ago, we shared our first group here with people who had to wear masks, <laughs> we, you know, to sing. But so we said, look, you know, that's what they want us to do. If you want to come, fine. If you don't, no, no problem. You know, we, we're going to do it. And uh, so the, the place was full with safe space and we could have 50 beloveds in this big place. So we had 50 beloveds. And we hadn't sung together for a year mm -hmm. and we, you know, none of us, and we just played that. Let's just chant the mantra on for one. Let's just get to in bed with each other. Let's just feel the flow with each other. Mm -hmm. So we just started with the on and uh, Nikki, I can't really express to you what it felt like. It, you know, I've been, I've been in front of thousands of people doing that, but this little gathering to, to, to experience that on again was, uh, it was it was so beautiful. It was human vulnerability coming, filling the room, filling our temple, mm. uh, you know. And uh, so the 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 sound of of voices. Luckily for me, it only needs one voice. Also, 
you know, like when we do these uh, uh, online meditations and online little gatherings, I'm singing with Deva. So I have, I have two voices, and whether it's one or whether it's ten thousand, it it it's the same quality when it's when it's in that perspective. When a room is full of fifty people, that's it. When it's in somewhere, so so the human voice is the is one of the big keys to to our our work, and I don't like to call it work, but if I did, I would say that the teaching is to uh, let go because we breathe together. When we sing together, we unconsciously breathe together. I, I've said this a few times, and I think it's a real good point because we once once a community breathes together, and uh, that's one of the things with Osho's meditations because of the way he set them out we would communally do something. And that communal connection is so vital. And I think that's what we miss when we get isolated in our lockdown. We don't feel that human um, uh, touch, you know. And, and uh, so, so what I feel like we can only do with that is to uh, accept what all the masters have said that it's beyond physicality anyway, whether you can touch someone or not. It's got nothing to do with human physicality, actually. So you have the opportunity. You, you've got no one else to distract you. What do you do with your time? And uh, that's where we come in with the mantras, because we feel like that's something you can do that's not just uh, passive, you actually have to participate yourself. Uh, you have to uh, you have to join the congregation to really feel it. It's like watching a football match or actually being on the pitch playing it. It's very different experiences, and so it's better to get down on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy I can look at it. You know, I'm enjoying the games. We know we both we, we both love. Um, Miten and I, we both love football and tennis and, and the sport. So a good game is always, it's like a blessing. But uh, yeah, I, hear, more, it's... Uh, yeah. I, I hear you and it's like we are so many that are grateful that you've done this, you know, you're in the lockdown. I also want to say to everybody that, that it's possible to get into your app and to be in the Sangha community all the time. And it's, I mean, it's amazing what you're building there and we can all connect and be together there. And, and uh, thank you for that. It's like uh, the family, it feels like the family is growing. And uh, I, I feel, you know, I feel quite locked and I'm sitting here in Sweden. I just been in the divorce and the kids are moved down to Gothenburg. And uh -huh. today, you know, like you're talking about like feeling a little, I'm feeling I'm sitting here totally alone in a big house and no kids. And and it's like a, a small death for me in some way, you know. It's like really meeting the dragons, uh, dragons inside of, of all the things. And it's not easy, everybody, just to have the music and, and being a lover of music and, and the mantras and being able to connect with with friends in that way. Is such a healing. I mean, I don't feel like I'm bypassing. I'm feeling what I'm feeling, but I also know a way 
what to do and uh, you know to get some help sometimes someone to lean on <laughs> well we're here for you man I know I it's not easy. but you know don't forget to shake mickey i know it's something i i you know it's such a an easy thing to forget to do just give yourself you know put some music on and shake for 10 minutes yeah. every day it just it it gets rid of a lot of unwanted uh, emotional baggage you know you shake it out of your arms and your hands and your wrists and and just and you and release it through your neck and your head and let it all go from your shoulders this is where we we also hold a lot of energy here yeah. in our jaw so you know it's good to open your open your mouth when you shake and yeah you know and and just uh, just loosen up man it's really good i i i love that i you know just to put on and do some kundalini and shake yeah. a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah like, uh, it's uh, but uh, so it, it's really a journey and as you know and thank you for your blessings around me when i had my covid you know like i i've been having the covid twice yeah. So, so I'm, I have, I have a love affair, a relationship. I mean, I'm, I'm laughing about it. I'm, I'm, and I'm honor everyone that been sick or have anyone that been, you know, I had two friends passing in it and I, I, it's not too, but also I can only, you know, I can, at the end, I can only laugh about it for myself because it's like, I've been basically in bed, you, you know, for half a year of, of of one year in in the bed and it's been like a purification you know in yeah. me right. I, I, it's something it's like been moving in the deepest because there was the only way i could go i couldn't go anywhere else so it's like yeah i love to speak with you about that because the meditation i mean it's like i'm so grateful to knowing what to do you know that i that i learned that and and uh I know that the meditation is like a key. I mean, everything you do is meditation. Yeah, yeah, it's a good word, isn't it? It really stops us in our tracks. You can't, you can't really, uh, you can't really evaluate it because everybody's has a different experience of what their meditation is. You try to. That's what religions are built around things like that. You know, like like buddhism or something you know that like the deep meditation or or things like vipassana and zazen and it's all basically i don't know i mean in some it, i guess what i mean is it's everybody's individual uh key once we open the door and we all know what that feeling is we all have, have experienced meditation that spaceless absolute uh disconnection with the physical but being aware that it, it's still uh awake and vibrant and you're you're aware of uh nothing everything is just space and uh how do you get there and also how long does it take to get there sometimes we meditate for 20 minutes and that's just when it's going to start getting good mm. <laughs> you know and uh, so so it it's it's a, 
again, you know, it's that thing of commitment. And do you really want to sit down for an hour or more and not do anything? Do you really want to do that? You know, and you'll be asked that question by your mind a thousand times if you sit there until it eventually starts to forget to ask the question and it starts to slow down, but it takes a while to get there. So when you just meditate for 15 minutes, it's okay. It does slow down, slows your system down. But um, to move into deep meditation, like, you know, we, we, we have to have the strength of, we have to have the strength to, to untangle ourselves and just do it. And I know for myself, I don't, you know, I don't. I do sometimes, but I don't, you know, the only say I, the practice that I have is picking up the guitar. Mm. You know, that happens every day. And it happens uh, when I pick up the guitar, uh, time, time mm. is not relevant. I, uh, I just either play my songs or play, or just do whatever I want. Or is there a new song that wants to come or anything? Uh, and all that, uh, perspective, I forget where I am. Mm. I've, I, it's not irrelevant to me where where I am. And so that's as close as I can get to 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 saying to that that you know I commit to that depth of participation in my own life. If I don't, then I'm not giving myself everything. And uh, and uh, you don't do you really want to treat yourself. Or do you want to shortchange yourself? Or do you want to just say, I love this thing so much, I'm going to do everything I can. You know, it's a bit like that, the relationship with the body and the mind. And so uh, I, I just think since Osho, I've just been able to, without really taking any credit for it, I've been able to uh, experience the life where I feel as feel as if I'm in the right place all the time. And uh, so a, a place of nourishment for myself, you know, and that's mostly been on the road for 30 years. And it's, it's, it's a feeling of, of uh, such freedom somehow, uh, not knowing, you know, where are we tomorrow night? Oh, we're in Belgium. Oh, okay. Where are we? Where are we? Uh, oh, we, oh, at Antwerp, yeah, in the concert, yeah, and, um, and uh, you know, and that's, and but that's it, you know, and 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 that's why. Uh, so what what I do with whatever money comes our way is to put around me and Deva a good team, so that I don't have to think, oh, how do we get to Antwerp? What's the what's this? What's it? How you know? All that goes, I don't have to think about that. The money that comes are wages for great people like the great band, um, the great sound tech, the great tour manager, you know, or the great manager, all these things. And uh, it, it, it just allows the expansion. And, and one thing I've, I've learned also is... Um, Sometimes when we've had a, a situation financially, you know, where Hannah would say to me, well, it's going to cost this much if you do this, but only this much if you go this way and it, uh, or something like that. So I say to her, if you didn't have financial 
situation, if you if you had the situation removed of finances, uh, if that wasn't important, which 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 one would you take? And she would go, oh, well, this one. It's okay, take it. Mm. Uh, and and uh, so that's that's how we do it. So we just keep everything moving and fluid, and as much as we can, and and uh, you know, and and do what we can with this uh, money that's coming and going. It's just like a, an energy that's flying through our lives, you know. And uh, all we can do with it is to uh, share it and uh, and and put everything that's necessary financially back into what we do so that Osho is honored, so that this is the best I can give Osho. This is the best I've got. And it's got, uh, so that it means, um, you know, uh, when we are concerts, we have really nice, beautiful lighting. It costs a bomb, man, every night, all this stuff that we, but it doesn't matter. That makes that the people who sit there can go into this world, you know, and uh, and forget their their mind for a couple of hours and just be, just participate. And so, uh, I no, I love that, Mitan. You know, I hear that. You know, like because being on the other side, organizing it, you know, knowing that we are doing everything so people can go into this. You know, they came yeah. into that state, and uh, like we are walking into that, and I, that's what I feel with the meditation. The meditation is ev more and more every moment, everything we do, you know. Yeah. And I see yeah. how you do it in beauty, and that's very inspiring, you know, that ev everything is, you know, you don't, you w just want to give the best to the yeah. best, and yeah. and, uh, and 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 people, I mean. I feel that everywhere, you know, every time in Stockholm, for example, or any other place, that it ch it changes people's life because you get an experience of who you are. You remember, yeah, you remember in the deepest, and and I mean that that is so precious. I mean, it it can be overseen, but how many times in life and in places do you get a remembering? You know, like. Mm. You know, it's mm. not so many times. No, it's a, it's the most blessed thing, isn't it? Really, to it to be in commune. Osho always talked about community. You know, being community, and I feel I never left that community. You know, it's just it's just the same. Only it's more people, and not everybody identifies with the same uh, spiritual uh, inspiration. But it doesn't mean we're not family. It doesn't matter. It's really like the Buddha and the Dharma and the Sangha. It's it's it's. I mean, I really feel that, and I I love that that you know we are so connected in the heart, and and even the people who don't even know that it doesn't matter. I mean, they welcome also, and they they come when they come. It's not my business, you know. Yeah, no, that's great, man. It's great people like you, you know, people who have stepped out uh, and uh, gone through it was such an intense uh, time to to actually bring those people into that concert hall and bring those guys and make sure they arrive at this time and the whole thing is in place it's huge it's huge and uh, you know i'm very grateful i'm very grateful that we can come and and be welcomed 
and it's a big huge part of the nourishment you know that you really do feel when we met at the airport oh that's my brother you know oh we're here you know and uh, oh that's my sister and she's happy and uh, uh you know so so uh yeah yeah but you know we all even community it still has to lead us back in the end to our own individual uh, commitment and our own individual search mm. i feel like you know it's like a hero's journey a little bit you know i've been thinking about that lately so much that you know really that we are on the hero's journey mm -hmm. yeah we all have to go through this intense <laughs> time yeah. And fight the dragon and, yeah. <laughs> and lose the maiden and forget. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, I know just for you what you went through with your with the heart. Oh yeah, just, the, just a couple of. I mean, it, I mean, two three years ago now, and uh, mm -hmm. we didn't know if if you're gonna come through. I mean, we had no idea. We just knew. We just sent prayers, but we <laughs> you never know. It was quite a, quite a journey you were on. How are you now? How, how are you feeling now? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I never, after, after I got back on my feet and uh, had the, the uh, you know, once now and again, I would go to the doctor where if I, you know, and ask him to check and things like this. They always told me I'm doing good. And uh, I, I almost... Pretty much after, not long after I stopped taking the medications that they told me I should take. And uh, I just felt like, I, you know, there's something called statins or something. I don't know exactly. Uh, and a lot of people take them apparently, and apparently they're really good. But I didn't, I didn't, uh, I just, I just felt like I'm just going to, there must be a way for my body to to uh, take care of it and you know you know there's that joke mickey that osho used to tell about the old man who who just about to marry the young blonde girl and uh, his two sons come to him on the on his wedding night you know and they say hey pops you know we're worried this could be fatal, you know. And the old man said, well, if she dies, she dies. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel a bit like that old man sometimes, you know. I just feel like if I die, I die, you know. Yeah. And uh, and I'm, I'm being prepared, like beloved uh, Natan, you know. I'm being prepared mm. so often now that uh, I... I um, I'm okay not to, uh, you know. Mm. Now, I, what I what I do with my time here, Mickey, is uh, I I walk a lot. Mm. I have a good routine. Me and David take every morning. We awake at about five thirty six every morning. We just wake up with the sun, and. Uh, we take a walk and we walk through the through the jungle. There's a, a couple of trails, really nice, and uh, and then eventually, 
uh, we take the long walk round and we get to the beach and then we walk all the way along the beach to our little place that we like to swim mm. and uh, and then we we uh, we swim we don't really swim we just jump around in the waves and and uh, get get cleansed and get clean get the spirit clean and you know I just feel like whatever mood I'm in when I get down there and start jumping around and letting the ocean take me I I feel when I get out of there I'm, I'm good you know? so uh, so I'm I'm doing good and I'm um, there's something there's something that's uh, that I don't really know what it is but there's something that keeps me from being absolutely, totally blissed out. I don't know what it is, because I've, I've honestly, I've got everything I want. I'm honestly, on a physical level, got everything I want. So it's got to be something internal. It's something I'm still not, uh, I'm still not confronting, or um, in some ways. Uh, there's some kind of challenge that I'm being offered that I'm not taking. And I don't, I haven't got the intelligence to exactly see what it is. So uh, I just don't give it much, no. much space. I just do what I do, get my guitar, walk, uh, hang out with Deva, do some cooking. Now I cook a little, not much, but I can, I'm getting better at it. And she's getting great at it. And just, I like to do things like washing up, and uh, I like to, I like to, uh, no, there's not much gardening, you know, there's nothing in the earth that I can do here, and I miss that. So I, I get my feet down on the sand as soon as I can, and, and get my feet on the earth as often as I can. And uh, then I leave the rest up to uh, the great spirit, you know. Mm -hmm. I think that's the way to do it. I, I know. I'm just thinking when you said that, you know, like maybe it's it's not until, you know, we are going to move into the next whatever that that happens, what you were talking about. Maybe this, I, I don't know, you know, like for me, it's like, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think, uh, yeah. well, you know, you want it to happen before you die because then, yeah. you know, then you're really home. Yeah. You're ready. So uh, that's what the masters say. You know, it's like it's uh, it's it's uh, your second mm. birth. You know, yeah. the death and the rebirth. Mm. So we we look to to uh, and, and you know that's in a way that's how I felt my connection with this music and the mantras and especially the mantras, but the music too. For me and Deva, it's become life and death. It's become everything. There's not anything else. And uh, so I'm just trusting that uh, uh, that whatever this small cloud is, uh, is not worth giving attention to. Yeah. And I'm, I, 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 maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should be saying, no, I should really spend some time in a investigation of what this is mm. um, because i know that that it's a that thing whatever it is 
it's a, it's a drug. It's something that you want that you don't need. Mm -hmm. And so either you don't give attention to it and you just let it be there, or you say, no, I'm going to AA, you know, I'm going to rehab. Yeah. I'm going to find out what this thing is, you know. Mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. and so I don't know. I don't know where I am with that uh, right now. Mm -hmm. um, right now, um, I did so much work on myself when I first got to Osho. Mm -hmm. I really went down into the pits of everything for a good few years, and Osho was just right there, you know, right there. There was no question of not trusting. So uh, I just, I just, I just free fall, like free fall into Osho's world, free fall into his arms, really. And then you find out he's not there anyway, mm -hmm. and you're just flying through the air. <laughs> and, and then you, and then, you know, and that's where I am. I'm just flying through the air. And, and, and uh, uh, I don't really have any time. And I think maybe that's a cop out. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I don't really have any, any, uh, real feeling to 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 do any more real soul searching. I feel like I I mean, but David saying maybe you should, you know, maybe you should have a session with so and so and mm -hmm. talk about that. Yeah, maybe, but I never do. Yeah. And uh, so I'm I'm enjoying yeah, join this right now, right now. It's a little bit like, you know, like on this hero's journey, follow your bliss. And and what I see, I mean, so much your purpose and your bliss is to play in front of people and to be with with the people. And, and uh, I mean, that's, I feel we're all missing that. You know, we all, mi I, I'm missing just, it's beautiful to meet here online, it's great, but it's nothing like being in the room together, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. nothing, nothing goes up to that. And, and uh, I, 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 I just, it comes to me like that, that is like the bliss of, of following the bliss. It's like that being together with others in, in that space. What is it that you, what is it that you, you would say that you miss right now, not being with me? like here together what is one of the things that we miss yeah. i mean touch I, just I miss like the, the physical thing you know like uh, i mean I, I i definitely can feel the connection on many many levels but the physical one of hugging of you know of of like kissing of like just uh, that one i mean that's life for me in some way i mean that that uh, it it has it has a different frequency. I mean, it, it's something else, and so. But this is what is. But I definitely miss that, and I hope that this we can come back to that. And I see that in the future that this will happen. That uh, you know, this is also a death to something. It's a possibility here. I don't know how you feel with it, but it's a, something else can. It's also appreciating gratitude of many things that I took for granted, mm. that I realize now that shit. I I didn't I didn't uh, value that. I didn't I didn't see that the small things. Mm. 
And now, you know, the, when you don't have them, then uh, it's like when your relationship and you, you break up or someone leaves you, suddenly you realize what you, you know, what's gone like that. Yeah. Does that make sense for you? What I, say? I do. It does, man. And I know, you know, that the thing in a relationship breakup is that, uh, is that we uh, give the chance, we get the chance to be brave and see our part in the breakup. So that when it starts again, we don't make that mistake again when we're with someone else to really evaluate. Where did, oh, yeah, I get that. Where I see really uh, you don't want to do the same thing again. You know, you, you want to be able to say, oh, okay, I made that mistake. I'm not going to do that again. But I, I don't know. I, I've, my breakup, the, the, the most important breakup for me was in Sanyas. And uh, there was one night when when I wanted to be with, she, we'd been together seven years. We were good, good friends. And, and uh, we, we, it was our time. We were in the ashram. And uh, uh, we had a sort of date after Osho. We'd already split up, but we had a date after Osho spoke, after discourse, to meet and, and go out. And uh, she decided when we met that she didn't want to. And I was... I was kind of trying to persuade her, you know, to come. And she just said to me at one point, just she said, Miten, she said, uh, uh, don't be a beggar. And it was great. It was like, it was such a beautiful moment of truth that she saw and she gave it to me in such cleanliness. And I saw in my beggar, you know, and no wonder she didn't want to come and hang out with me, you know. And, uh, so moments like that, and there's another moment actually exactly at that time when my friend Ravi, who you know, musician Ravi, uh, uh, and he doesn't even remember saying it to me, but we were hanging out and I was in this, in the throes of breaking up and sad and everything, and she'd left me and she was with someone else. And, uh, you know, and, uh, and then he, one day he just said to me, we were packing up the guitars or something, and he said, uh, uh, I, you know, it's only a relationship, and it was like so. In the in the perspective of being in the ashram and what we were really there for, it's only a relationship, man. And it, and he said, I, I don't even remember saying that to you, you know, but it was uh, one of those moments when 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 you you know relationships. Uh, my 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 thing with Deva is thirty years now, thirty one years. And uh, honestly, we're still discovering each other. You know, we're still, we know each other so well that uh, uh, we, we, we really have that, I don't know whether you had that, but that, that, that experience of, you know, just today we were walking along in silence and I was thinking of a friend and then she mentioned the friend. Beautiful. You know, and uh, we 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 we're, we're very close, and um, uh, yeah, I, I I think I think we're probably really codependent to the max. You know, <laughs> but we we just love each other so much. I think, I mean, Deva quite often goes by herself now. I don't always go out with friends or social. I, I don't so much like to go out. And uh, and uh, so she she 
she does. You know, she goes sometimes to the beach alone and has a swim alone and things like this. And I think it's her also just, you know, just um, feeling herself alone because, you know, it's going to come and she knows it and I know it unless something else happens, an accident or something. But basically she, she knows at some point she's going to be without me, you know, and uh, it's not going to be easy for her either, you know. But, uh, but in another way, she's really amazing. And I think she's, she's got so much still to, to give and to share when I'm gone. I think she's gonna, it's going to be another whole other level of Deva that, uh, that she will want to show to the world that she shows to me. You know, I don't know. That is definite. I, I, I can very well see that, you know, but you're going to be around for a long, long time more. But, you know, I feel that the tantric thing that happens between you and Deva on stage and, and that you bring the, the feminine and the masculine, I mean, that's what I find is really the, the, the healing that happens for, for all of us, you know, like that you really make room for that energy to... And I mean, that is such a powerful, that, that's pure Tantra for me. It's like really the purity of, yeah. of healing. Yeah, and yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a Tantric practice, you know. Yeah. It's really a Tantric, it takes it out, it takes sex out of the bedroom, you know. The, you can leave that there and you can be in a, in a, in a union in a, in a totally different way than being actually physically connected and... Uh, so that that is a huge nourishment. Yeah, it's really a blessing. The music and the singing when we sing together, it's amazing when we sing together. Yeah, I mean, I can remember in the ashram. Uh, whenever I was asked or invited to play in Buddha Hall, or to play, I, I always noticed that whatever. Um, psychological state I was in at the time uh, as soon as I plugged in the guitar and we started to move into, into the whole thing uh, I was healed I was immediately healed mm. and uh, I think that that's, that's what I've experienced with David no matter, you know, we have our ups and downs but mainly uh, whatever happens whatever, you know, our ups and downs are very they're, they're not much. We, 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 we're easy with each other. But whenever we sing, uh, after a while, it all begins to soften out and, and, and the blend of our two voices comes. Sometimes when we do sound check, we're not in tune and we're singing, but the connection uh, is not there. Maybe I can tell when Deva, for instance, is hearing singing from her mind and when she's singing in awareness I, I, I you know that's so so for instance you know she often now with this with the with the Gayatri app that we have and uh, when we do live live broadcasts and live live moments with friends sometimes it's it's a stress to get it all together and 
uh, helpers around and it's not working here, that or that. And so the deva is very much involved in all that. I just sit there fiddling around, you know. And then uh, then comes, she sits down and says, okay, let's go. And uh, when we first play, you can feel, oh, wait a minute, we're, we, uh, uh, we just have to look at each other and she gets it and we see each other. And then we immediately marry our voices together. It happens like magic, and uh, and uh, that moment is is tantric. It's just absolutely that's, uh, tantric. Yeah. That's like tuning the universe. Yeah, <laughs> it's like well, <laughs> yeah. the universe tuned us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's beautiful, brother. I, I love that. It's just I've been thinking about what does the feminine know that we don't know, you know? What is it? What secrets are they holding that we don't understand? What they don't, I, I don't know, you know, but it feels like the feminine is is holding some some keys. Well, you know, we're we're blessed and cursed to have a penis between our legs, Mickey. Right. And uh, that's that's a blessing and a curse for sure, you know. And uh, so to to be able to transcend that that pull, and that's the first chakra right there. To you know, that was Osho's whole work. How do I get them to move that energy up? Mm. Because so much energy, and it's not going to. It's just going to be and sit there until you die if you don't do something with it. And uh, so his whole thing was to help us to get to a point beyond the penis. I think I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna write a song called Beyond the Penis. That's because many brothers for many brothers to hear. Uh, yeah, because I mean, in, in a way, that's where that's where we want to be. So that because that's where the women are mm. beyond. They're beyond the penis. They have a different reality, totally different reality. And uh, so, if we can find a way to it's almost like it's meditation again, isn't it? It all comes back to that thing of just uh, being, not being uh, uh, imprisoned in the bodily uh, kind of uh, business, but to be a, uh, be a, away from that, to be a part of that, and to be uh, beyond it, so that uh, it doesn't have a hold on us. And I think that's where women are. And, uh, one one of the one one of the it's a funny thing you know with the me too and everything isn't it the way uh, the the attitudes are changing where uh, I feel as a man that I'm having to really reevaluate my stance who am I actually because I've always had a you know a, I mean I'm, I mean I'm going back to the teenage years when. I was taught that it's about conquering women. It's about conquering them, you know. It's about seducing them. It's about uh, overpowering or whatever, showing them you're strong. Or And uh, and if you don't, if you don't have the opportunity to experience another kind of reality, you're kind of basically stuck with that, that thing that you're given. 
And it's also inbuilt in us. Men have, men have got the penis. They have to conquer. They have to go out and fight. They have to go out and hunt. They have to follow this thing. You know, it's, it's energy. It's basic energy. That's Shakti energy. And uh, again, if you come back to the mantras and, and the communion, there's moments when we can feel we're above that. And it doesn't mean to say we're not romantic and we're not loving towards each other, but there's another way of expressing it. And, and uh, we've learned that over the years, you know. I hope the younger kids are learning it earlier. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I think we do evolve. And I think all the things that we went through in my generation, well, I see in the younger generation that there is an understanding uh, of what we were talking about and what we were discovering by going to India and learning meditation and, and, and looking deeper into ourselves and everything that was born out of that time, vegetarianism, you know, um, meditation, uh, self-awareness, uh, food, you know, everything came in a way from the 60s and 70s and uh, flowered. But now we're all, my generation's passing the baton, you know, we're passing it on. And uh, it's, uh, it's quite a world where, where all our young people can't meet and mingle and mix with each other right now mm. and, uh, and learn from each other. It's a different way of life. And it means we're making different human beings with different values and different understandings, which we won't understand uh, because they have lived a different life through the internet and through that whole uh, way of communicating. So it's a new species that, that is being born out of this lockdown. And uh, it's a, an out of me too and out of everything, you know, it's much more you do this, that's the barrier there, there. And uh, you understand that. And uh, it's actually, maybe it's good because uh, uh, it helps us to, to drop some of the human stuff that we carry. We're becoming more robotic, more perfect, more this is, and in a way we're becoming that. I'm not saying whether it's good or bad, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that it's the same when I, you know, when we used to make music, we had didn't have things like click tracks in the studio. We didn't have computers to say, you got to go, tch, 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 tch. you know, now when you record in the studio, you can have that kind of thing so that it keeps you from slowing down. It keeps you from getting overexcited. It keeps you from, from being anything other than mechanical. And we know that now we're used to it as listeners, all this, we, if things uh, are not like that, they sound a little untidy. They don't feel good because we, we, we need, we've felt this perfection. And uh, there's a few people, older people, of course, like Bob Dylan and Neil Young, who purposely go against that and, do, and create exactly the opposite and insist that the moment is more important than anything else. And so, so uh, you know, we're, we are moving into, the, it seems as if we're being manipulated or at least herded into a different kind of reality that 
that is kind of shut down uh, in a way. It's much more borders. You know, this is what you do. This is what you do. This is that. This is that. And uh, because there's so many human beings on the planet, Mickey, that it has to be like that. We Once there wasn't many people, you know, and then you could just do whatever you wanted, even go back to the 40s or 50s, you know, you could still disappear from the world. Mm. Now is impossible. You, you know, there's just, there's nowhere to hide. There's only escape is to go inside yourself mm. and discover the, the friend, as the Sufis call it. Mm. You know, so you can make friends with yourself and the friend visits you and it's the guest mm. and you prepare for the guest and you take care of it. Yeah. I have and, a, uh, yeah. Also, Rinpoche, who said, like, the internet is like the Ganga, you know, it's like the holy river. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, you can throw anything into it, but you can also create beautiful things out of it. You know? it's, yeah. all, it's all consciousness. I mean, yeah. consciousness is all there is. Mm. So it's like, I remember that, you know, being with Byron Katie for so many years. And I remember I was out with Katie in Barstow and she sent me out early in the morning um, in the desert. And then she came and I, I was supposed to build a labyrinth. She was going to come in the night with a group of people. And uh, I was taking away, it was Coca-Cola bottles. And then she came up to me and she took up a car. If you can't see that this is also God, you haven't done your work, you know. <laughs> so she sent me back to do my work again, you know. But like, like uh, everything is here, and and um, uh, what to do? Yeah. So, brother, thank you so much. I mean, I I love you, and I appreciate so much what you and Deva brings to all of us. And I just want you to stay healthy and happy. And is it any chance like we could just finish with a little meditation or something? Just you just guide us for a few minutes with a little bit so we step into that place that is the first love of us, why, why we are here. Would that be okay with you or? Yeah. Sure, well. You know, the easiest way is for us to close our eyes. So let's you and me at least close our eyes, Mickey, and let's invite our beloved brothers and sisters to uh, join us with a moment of silence and inner connection, a sense of coming back to ourselves. The energy of the eyes is to go beyond, to go out. And the energy of the ears is to hear, is to accept and allow. So take a moment just to bring your awareness to the sounds around.
Take a deep breath. A deep breath and a sense of gratitude through the breathing. Take a deep breath and a sense of gratitude. Take another deep breath, the sense of forgiveness we're given others who might have hurt us in some way or another, and forgiveness to ourselves for the mistakes we think we made and actually we are absolutely innocent and breathe the sense of being innocent and forgive yourself with a deep breath. And uh, you can spend some time after this program that we've been sharing together to just focus a little deeper on forgiveness and how, how to uh, come to a space of gratitude for everything and, and sense of compassion towards ourselves and others. Mm. Together we can chant our mantra for universal peace, Om Shanti Shanti Shanti. You join me and uh, as we sing, our room becomes a temple. The deep breath. Oh, shanti, shanti, shanti. shanti, shanti, shanti. shanti, shanti. Thank you, beloved friends. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Mickey. Thank you. thank you, brother. And so looking forward soon to see you in Stockholm again <laughs> and everywhere. We let's just see that we give that to the to that we, you know, we all gonna come through this and we're gonna be stronger and we're gonna be more united and together after this. Oh, right, we're gonna be yeah. more more like a family, even more, you know, every brother and sister and every being. So, and if people want to find you, I will down here, I will write the app so they know how to join and come and be with you guys. Yeah. And, um, I will add, you know, all the ways they can connect with you and find you and everything like that. Thanks, man. That would be great. It would be great. As the more people that uh, to get to feel the uh, importance actually of chanting, the better the world is going to be. So, I'm really into helping 
and as I didn't mention really much about the Gayatri app, but uh, I just want to say something about it actually because it's really born out of lockdown. This was not something we had in mind, but we created somewhere where people can congregate and uh, and share. And it's it's true. It's not as it, the only physical thing is that quite often people go, "Oh, I met somebody." I've just met somebody who's in the same town as me. We're going for a, a coffee or something, you know. Or, so, so there is there is a way to to be to deal with sense of isolation that we might be feeling, and uh, this is a way where we can meet people on a deeper level with more uh, celebrative outlook on life, and at the same time, understanding that we're in involved in a situation that's life and death and uh, depends how we deal with that and the Gayatri Sangha app is full of people who are dealing with the positive outlook of life right now and uh, I think that's a nourishing place to be so so we actually made it free if people can't afford it and if they can afford it it's two dollars two US dollars a week and it's that's so what, cheap and it's so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we keep the prices right down as low as we can. That just covers all the running costs from the yeah. people, the company that puts those things together. So we're not making any money on it, but it's it's uh, important that we keep it going and uh, we do what we can for ourselves too. It's important for me and David to to meet every every Saturday live and sing and play together and meditate together and then read the comments so that we actually, we are feeling the connection. It's not that, oh, I never bother to read the comments. The comments afterwards uh, are the connection also. So I love to to uh, connect with people like that. Mm -hmm. All right, man. Thank you Thank so much, you. Mickey. Thank you, brother. Uh,